Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Last time on The End of Time and Other Bothers. I must say, Val Bean, I didn't think we'd get away with it. This beast of a demon looming over you. I transform into a were-squirrel, better known as a werewolf. Darcy, I don't even want to know. Oh, you're covered in gore! Narf slides into the doorway with the bazooka smiles and pulls the trigger. So the good news is I can create the weapon again. (laughs) The bad news is the enemy has it. (laughs) How am I alive? What? Throws Rachel to safety. I got you. And now you're free. I may want to go back to my village. No, no offense. Are we heading towards an area referred to as the Badlands? No, no, no. We never go to the Badlands. No, we don't do that. I've got a new batch of fairy cakes. Do you know what they do? Egerton turns to stone. We're not rescued. We've actually been captured. I I beg to differ. Uh, You are completely rescued. You're free to go. To the captors that you're delivering us to. He's a really nice guy. Hey, head Winnebago. You're going to have a hero's welcome. Oh, boy. The airship is disappearing from view as the three adventurers find themselves in a desert. The Badlands, standing in front of a giant sign that reads, The Badlands, home of the Winnebago's. And under it is written, All hail the zombie king Stan, future supreme ruler of the known universes. There is a trodden path leading up to what appears to be a trailer park in the distance. And there is nothing but desert in all directions aside from the trailer park. I have a question. All right, sure, go ahead. Isn't it Universi? That's your question. Yes. Give that a read over. Ask me if you got anything else on your mind. Um, we're not big yos. Stan. The zombies Zombie. makes me uncomfortable. Oh, let him get there. Let him King. get there. Universities. Universities. You're right. Well, what do you say we go find a sandwich? See, what I think is probably going to be the ironic thing is that you think by reading the side that the zombie king is the one to be afraid of, but I'll bet you it's the Winnebago's. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, the zombie king. I, like It could go either way, really. Well, I think we have two options here. 
We either go into that trailer park or we go in the opposite direction, which appears to just be vast desert as far as the eye can see. So our options are avoid danger, die, head towards danger, possibly die. But look, the name is Stan. Does that sound like someone who could kill anyone? I don't know. That just doesn't sound that intimidating. Stan? Well, do they have have to have, like, an intimidating name? Like, they all can't be Cravor the Magnificent. I mean, some of them are just going to be, Hi, I'm Bill, and I'm here to kill you. It's true. Maybe he's more dangerous because he has a less dangerous name. The ones you really have to watch out for are the ones with their really cutesy names. Like if you meet someone who calls himself Butterfly or Buttercup or something, they will tear your head off. Yeah. What's going on there, Egerton? I'm pretty sure it's universities. Right. Yeah, sure. Gotcha. So Winnebago, Zombie King, no questions there at all. Well, no, I think those are pretty self-explanatory. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you're good to go then. Now, the only thing we do need to discuss before we get in... Uh Uh-huh. What gift are we going to present this king? Like, we we don't want to show up empty-handed, right? Well, why don't you pick up some sand, and Mm -hmm. maybe they haven't run out of that yet. Oh, good idea, good idea. All right, who's got a bucket? Aren't you wearing one on your head? Oh, yeah! (laughs) It's a hat, Black. Come on. It's also a... It was originally a bucket. It was originally a bucket, but it has been repurposed as a general hat. You would have me disrespect my station and office by putting sand in my hat. Okay, okay. I think we're missing a crucial question here. Why did Captain Val, who was supposed to rescue us, I thought, drop us in the middle of this forsaken place? Well, what's the point? Are we being sacrificed here? Uh, are we pawns in some kind of a big game that's going on? What's happening? Well, I felt that way my entire life. I do think I'm just a pawn in the big game that I don't understand. Uh, I would imagine that either the Winnebagos or Zombie King Stan knows that we're here and wants us for some reason. But why? Nobody knows anything about us here. I got here at the same time as you. I obviously have no other information that you have. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I've got it. Are you ready? No, but go ahead. It's Universals. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Your game master is Sean Howard with players Marisa King, Michael Howie, and Carter Siddle. Episode 42, The Brains of the Future. The light is fading, but slowly, Dusk seems to last a very long time on the desert. And you can see so clearly the horizon in every direction, in between the trailers that are growing more and more majestic. And straight ahead of you on the path is a trailer, like a beautiful silver, everything curved trailer. And outside of it is standing a very, large, broad-shouldered gentleman, a hulk of a man. 
in a well-put-together charcoal gray suit and seems to just be watching you as you approach. Do you think that's Stan? No, no. Uh, Stan would be zombie king, so I don't think this is Stan. Well, it doesn't mean he's a zombie. It just means he's king of the zombies. He could be the king of other zombies. So the zombies have a ruler that's not a zombie? Why don't they just eat their ruler then? No, because he intimidates them, so they don't want to eat him. Okay, both of you, calm down. All you have to do is look for his crown. He has no crown. Then he's not a king. Okay, very good. So... I'm going to say he's either a guard or he's that fellow that tries to convince you to buy a Winnebago. What if they have a used Winnebago for like 75% of the price of a normal one? How much money do you have on you? Uh, I don't think I have any actual money per se. I don't think you're in the market then. But, but I didn't have any money in Balgoria either, and they don't need to know that, do they, Blatt? <laughs> the heck does that even mean? I'm not what? sure. <laughs> the large man is approaching you. You notice a very raw scar coming down from their fedora, and they walk up to Egerton and begin to pat Egerton down. Ooh, thank. Okay, we're having tickles today. I did not expect. Oh, okay. That was a hard tickle. He's um, looking for the money you don't have. I, I don't have any of the money today, sir. And does he find a weapon? I do have a weapon to hide. Um, I have some fairy cakes. I don't believe he would assume that those are a weapon. I think those are safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing else. I don't have anything else written down. <laughs> okay. Uh, he then approaches Blat. And goes to pat Platt down. So, not even a handshake first or anything like, oh, all right, this is happening. Oh, now, those are wigs. Those are part of me. That's not anything. And uh, those are horns. Uh, that's not really a weapon either. And, and he pulls out the mace. All right, now that's a weapon, obviously. And he tucks that behind his belt and approaches Darcy. Hey, back off. I don't have anything. He looks Darcy over and sort of nods and walks back towards the silver trailer and opens the door, making a gesture that you may enter. Okay, I, I guess we're in. So, can we get the mace back at some point? He shrugs. Oh, well, that's a definitive answer. Okay. Let's go into the trailer where obviously something very important is going to happen. You should go first, Blatt, just to make sure. You're a heck of a general there, Lord Captain Buckethead. Uh, I'm not a lord. Oh, Lord. Still still not a lord. Blatt enters the trailer. You step into a beautifully decorated trailer, and there's just too much in here. There are statues and burns and rugs, and yet, even amongst all that, what you can only assume is Stan stands out. Only about five and a half feet tall, but wearing a brightly colored three-piece suit made out of a bright orange and white floral pattern. 
that matches all the way down, even the shoes, quite put together. But you notice as he steps forward, he shuffles a little when he walks, and the top left side of his skull is jagged and exposed to the elements. Donny, Donny, make our guest comfortable. Don't just stand there. He gestures at the large man who's entering behind you. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Threw me off balance a little bit. I'm just going to lean up here against Blatt. Uh, everyone get on the opposite side of the trailer where Tony is standing. Okay. Tony, make them comfortable. I got some business. Take care of. It'll just be a moment. Tony, get him drinks. Oh. And he opens a door at the back of the trailer uh, and Stan steps out. What kind of beverages are we going to have today? Well, what do you have, Tony? Tony looks a little awkward, gestures at his throat, shakes his head, and points at a fully stocked bar on the far wall. Oh, you're thirsty. You need a drink. Okay. What kind of drink do you want, Tony? Okay, Tony. You want a drink. You mentioned that you want a drink. Which drink do you want? You have a you, you have a selection. What's your preference? If you had to choose one of these above the others in a hierarchical order of choice, which one would be at the top? And then from ascending to descending, what order would they fall in? He shoves a bottle into your hands. Ooh, what's this? Oh, okay. I'll try this one, uh, and I'll let you know how it is. Huh. And I uncork it with my mouth and take a swig. Okay. Uh, roll two d six. It's a six. Okay, uh, it hits you hard. It hits me hard. I, what what am I rolling for? Uh, that would be con. Okay. Yeah, it hits you hard. You are a little drunk. You're Instantly. a little. You're, you're drunk. And Tony gestures at the bar and looks to each of you two. So uh, I guess we should have told him that the pointing at the throat motion was sort of an I can't talk rather than uh, please give me a drink. He can talk when he wants to, but you don't get to say when he wants to. Only Tony, me and Tony, we get each other. You don't know. I'll just have some water, please. Do you have some water? He nods and he goes to a pitcher and pours you some some something in a glass and hands it to you. See, Egerton, I'm not drinking anything out of a mysterious bottle. It's not a mysterious bottle. It's right here. Yeah. Did you even read the label before you swigged it down? Which was it's, it's, it's got letters. Right. What if it had a skull and a crossbones? Would that have meant anything to you? Pirate drink. Yeah, pirate drink. Anyway, okay, I'm just going to have my water. So, uh, Anthony, uh, do you expect your boss, Stan, I guess, to come back anytime soon? You hear the sound of what is very reminiscent of a toilet. Ah, so that should just be a moment longer then. Very good, very good. Didn't realize what the important meeting was about. What is the meeting? It's a bathroom meeting, Egerton. It's a bathroom meeting. Who's he meeting in the bathroom? Means in the bathroom that he's uh, dropping some clients off at the pool. That's, is there uh, a pool in there? No. Can we go for uh, a swim? No, Lord. I want to go for. It's so hot here, and a swim would be nice. So the door opens, and Stan walks out, 
drying his hands on a towel, which he holds out daintily, and Tony takes it and exits the trailer, the whole trailer rocking back to level. Hey, uh, how are you all doing? Have a seat. I've got some business to discuss. Business to discuss. Very good. All right. So I will sit here. Darcy will sit there. And Egerton's already unconscious. Okay, very good. So I'm an investor. And I've been making some investments. And uh, the investments are starting to pay back. And uh, I'm happy to have you here. You're, you make investments. Yeah, I'm a businessman. You know, I'm uh, the businessman. I just make investments. And, you know, you might say I trade in the futures. I don't want to be rude, but you're a zombie, right? Yeah, yeah, zombie. Yeah, businessman. It's sort of the same thing, you know? <laughs> in my experience, zombies only invest in brain eating. So I'm confused as to what you're investing in, why you're out here in the middle of a desert, why we're out here in the middle of a desert, why you have some kind of secret negotiation going on with Captain Val. Do you know anything about them? Huh? What's going on? Tell us right now why we're here. She's a feisty one, huh? See, she is feisty. <laughs> I, I was going to uh, get to the point uh, a bit slower than that, but she likes to really dig in immediately. It just assumes the worst. See, some zombies, they, they're so short-sighted. They just get so focused on brains today. I invest in the future. You know, plenty of time for brains. Plenty of time. The brains of tomorrow, I see. Um, Do you know who we are? Do I? I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. Well, I hope I do, because I paid a lot of money to get you here. Uh-huh. There is some kind of backroom deal, is that it? With who? How? Who did you pay money to for us to be here right now? Captain Val. But uh, no, like we're not from here. I mean, sure we were on Captain Val's ship, but we're really not from here. So <laughs> how did you know about us to get us here? Some people, they got so short-sighted. They, they say, eh, we don't want you around. You're a zombie. So I come out here. I, I, I create this town. And then I meet this, this uh, young man. Looks very much like this man here, passed out on the sofa. But he was wearing armor. And we did a small deal. Oh, my lord. Other Egerton. Other Egerton. <laughs> Snuffle sore. It's okay. What? Here? Okay, uh, um, I'm gonna take a nap, guys. And he said he'd be back, and it'll all pay back, and he'll have something with him that maybe I have a small investment in in the, you know, futures market. Wait, wait, what exact interaction did you have? Oh, oh we had a good time, didn't we? Oh, you wouldn't rem I guess you wouldn't remember, would you, Egg? Uh, Eggsy? Can I call you Eggsy? You, I called you, the you, other you, you Eggsy. You, you, I'm a little sleepy still, but you can call me Eggsy. What? Who? What? Yeah, we had a good time. It was a good, it was a good time. So, uh, you know that the other Egerton that you spoke to and had a business arrangement with isn't exactly the same Egerton as this fellow who's, yes, he's vomiting into his hat. Who? Yeah, you know, it's he, he behaves about the same as the other one, but 
Yeah, no, I have an interesting relationship with time. See, it's not my first time investing in the future. <laughs> so when you say you're into future investments, you're into future, future investments. Yeah. Okay. That's what I said. What do I say? What did you think I said? No, what am no, I speaking no, no. a There's obviously no, no other way to interpret what you just said. Okay, look. Think about this. If he is involved in future investments, perhaps there's a way that we could get back to our time period through whatever he's got going on in what I assume is a magical trailer park? I don't know exactly. Does he always talk to someone like he's not here? Well, I think he's talking to me, actually. Oh, okay. I'm here. I'll give you some privacy. I'm going to go well, I I just, do some business. I just I'll assumed you couldn't quite hear me because you're missing an ear. Yeah, well, you know, I got, I'm got missing half my head, to be exact, but, you know, it, uh, I make it do. Uh, oh, my lord, there's a centipede crawling out of the hole. Oh, is it, it's Franklin? <laughs> Put him back. So, uh, you know, I just need to finish the deal that I uh, I made. Oh, he's passed out again. Uh, with Eggsy here. Uh, I, I can speak. There's not going to be trouble, is there? No, 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 no trouble. No, 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 I, no trouble, I, 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 give a, I give a lot in this bargain. Oh, uh, sure, sure. Now, what exactly do you need from us? Uh, we're acting as representatives for Egerton. Yeah, uh, uh, no, I, I don't like changing who I'm doing the deal with. You know, this is not. So you'd rather speak to the dumbest person in our party is what? you're saying yeah yeah that's yeah. how you're gonna put it yeah i'd rather complete the deal that i had a good deal going with this uh this this very strange man wearing a bucket full of vomit now uh okay um just to move this along i'm gonna take a look at your drink cabinet here maybe we can find some wake-up juice just to get him up and around and uh yeah, we can yeah. or i could just you know uh could just... hey eggsy hey hey what, what? hey give what? me uh give me the 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 dimple you said you were gonna bring me a dimple a, di a dimple a temple you said you're gonna give me the temple what the am temple. i talking greek what, what's greek <sighs> Look, we had a deal. You said you're going to bring me the temple if I take care of things. Look, look, if you could just give us a few minutes alone, we could sober up our friend. We can talk about this deal. We can get this going, right? You, you want this to progress forward, right? He told me to not negotiate with the woman and the demon. He said they're uh -oh. going to mess it up. And clearly that's what you're trying to get me to do. He has He's vomit running down his face. I think we should clean him up before you want to do some more negotiations. Think right. of us okay. as his assistants. All right, all right. But if you cross me, you don't want to cross me. I don't want to cross you. I think that's implied. Yes, yes. Don't cross the man negotiating with half his face missing. Okay. Literally just a few minutes. Right. Just give us a few minutes. Yeah. It's fine. And he opens the door and steps up. Blat, blat, blat. And I streak across the room. I grab Egerton up. I shake him. He wants the temple. He wants the dome. We can't give the dome away. God, get this. And I grab some kind of cloth that I see by the bar and I rub your face. Egerton, wake up. Wake up. Okay, there's a, there's a problem. There's a problem. What's the problem? The hat turned into a bucket. It was always a bucket! Okay. Now listen, 
Are you listening? Do you understand I'm what's listening. happening? I'm here? listening. Maybe I should just have one of these fairy cakes first. I don't think that's a good idea. Do not have a fairy well, cake. There's just this one. No. No, don't. Egerton. Well, I just, no. I just, don't. I said. I, no. I, Which fairy cake are you eating? Stoner. Okay. Roll 2d6. <laughs> Nine. Ten. Okay. So it succeeds. What does that mean with the stoner cakes, we think? What does success mean? Well, failure means turning into stone. Oh, it's the stoner cakes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you're not stoned, right? Well, you're not stoned, but you're now stoned and high. Darcy? When did Darcy turn into a squirrel again? But this time a little cute one, not a bloody gory one. Oh, just... Sit down, Egerton. Sit Look, down. she's bristling her fur. And I push Egerton down back onto the couch. What? What are we going to do? Obviously, it's other Egerton evil. Why would other Egerton wager the Temple of Idris to this zombie when that would mean all of the slod would go with it, I guess? I don't know what that means. Well, wait a second. No, I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. So we know... That the other Egerton can't be evil because he saved our lives. Okay. We got taken into this time period to meet up with this zombie who we did business with. Okay. He will help us if we give him one of the few things that we actually have on our person, which is the dome with the temple injuries in it. The zombie says he makes future investments. So isn't it not possible then that owning the temple injuries he then allows it to continue into the future and then becomes the temple injuries that we eventually come to no i think he wants to kill everyone and destroy the temple injuries why would he want that because he has half a face did you not fight zombies along with me back in the other timeline wait 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 the door opens just checking uh, you, uh, you're getting a little heated, making sure everything okay. Oh, you're a zombie? <laughs> we're fine. There's okay. a zombie in the trailer? Hey, we're just going to need a couple of more minutes. Okay. Okay, there we go. Why are we just staying still? Everybody run. Shut up. Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> Quick, everyone in this little temple I found. Hide. Hide. Look. We're trying to decide whether the zombie is evil or not. He's a zombie. Shut he up, does shut up, shut up. Oh, no. Black takes the rat and ear. tries to put it in oh, Egerton's no. mouth. Oh, jeez. Okay, everyone stop freaking out. We're going to be fine. Listen, listen. It's possible that all he wants to do as an investment is to own the land that the temple injuries was on. Do you know how much that real estate must be worth? Especially if you stay invested for thousands of years? This zombie is going to make a killing. This is why Stan is king of the zombies. Listen. I think we have to tell the zombie king that we don't have the temple so we can find out more about the plan before we make any rash decisions. Remember, look at look at look at all these little slot faces looking up at us. We can't just betray them. There's so many little faces. Oh my oh no, we're okay. Everyone stay still. We are their galaxy. Have you ever thought about that, Blatt? Put the rag in his mouth. Put put the rag in his but, mouth. Uh, uh, See, now, the problem is also, we don't know how to get all these little slad 
out of the magical dome. It's possible that if we give them to Stan, Stan can get them out of the magical dome, put them back into the future where we're from, and it'll all work out. Time loop. Okay, I have one question for you. Okay. Do you think a zombie who says, you don't want to cross me, is someone... (laughs) It's a good impression. You have a rag in your mouth. I swallowed Oh, of course you did. Listen, do you really think a zombie like that is someone who's going to do good for the world in the future? Okay, but can we all just agree that everyone who invests in real estate tends to be an okay person? Listen, as a Darcy, do you know what I want to see? I want to see a world full of Darcy's. So as a zombie, what do you think they want to see? The world full of zombies! The door opens. Hey, uh, just checking out how it's going, you know, everything okay? Uh, you know, Tony, Tony thinks you trying to scheme, and I was like, nah, I don't think Eggsy wouldn't scheme no, on me. No, I wouldn't scheme with a zombie. <laughs> Trust me, Eggsy would never hey, scheme. Uh, you got the dome, you said you'd have the dome. Oh, I, yeah, um, it's it's a dome, and look, there's lots of little faces in it. Oh, see? He's showing the faces, he's showing out the faces already. Yeah, and it's got a tree in it, too. Mm-hmm. Listen, Stan, Stan, can a I have- temple. Excuse me, excuse the me. A temple. Well, it's a Hexy, temple. you're brilliant. I, I, that's what I tell everybody, and not many people will listen. You know, that's what a lot of people don't get. They say, you're not a normal zombie, Stan. I'm like, no, I got vision. I take a risk. And I saw something in you, Eggsy, when we were partying back there in the, you know, the old time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how long ago was the old time? It's been a while, Eggs. Well, I mean, if you were going to guess, just just for the sake of us having a little, you know, well, when we write our reports that we have to submit later, I want to be able to fill out the paperwork right. It's been weeks, Eggs. It's been weeks, weeks that you weeks. left me. It was weeks since I was here last. Just weeks. Yes, yes, weeks. Just mere weeks. Mm-hmm. Eggs, come on out and uh, we do the deal. We have a conversation out here. We got these guys that have what they're doing. Okay, I'm going to leave you two here. I'm going to go have a talk with... This gentleman whose face I'm no longer going to look at. Um, you two hold the the temple. Here you go, Darcy. Thank you. Um, and we will be back in a moment to let you know what we decide. Very good. I'm going to assume that everything will go swimmingly. <laughs> It's the beginning of the middle of the end of time and other bothers. Hi everyone, Sean here, and I want to say thank you to each and every one of you, and I hope that you are all taking time to take care of yourselves, and hopefully listening to this show is part of that. Uh, We have a backlog of people to shout out. And so I've decided I'm going to focus on the oldies and the goodies. I still need a good name for all you people who have been with us, supporting us for so long on Patreon, but let's go with that. So I'm going to work through all of these names until we're caught up. And then we're going to start working on the new names. I think I'm just forever going to be working through a backlog, but let's go without further ado, a giant shout of love and, and thank you to John Rogers. Thank you so much. And Kim Bellinger. You may have heard that name because we may shout it out at the end of every episode. And Kit Reed, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Jennifer Sugden from Victoriosity. If you don't listen to Victoriosity, you really got to. It's an amazing show and we adore it. And drum roll, please. A giant shout of love to Alexia. 
Thank you, Alexia, for all you do and how active you are in our Discord and everyone you share the show with. And let's also give some love out to Mate Oos. I hope I pronounced your name right. Uh-oh. And Sienna Tail. I hope I got that right. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And also some love to Weston Rayner. And let's give a shout out to Alexander Danner from Greater Boston and the co-creator of Pod Tales. Thank you, Alexander, so much for all your support and love. And you're going to hear my dogs in the background as I hit the last name, Hugh McLeod, a friend and amazing fellow improviser. Thank you, Hugh. And thank you to all 10 of you. And thank you to everyone who's listening. And now I think we're going to get back to the show. Floor bopper, floor bopper, floor bopper. Hey there, kids. Do you want to have your parents take you on a very entertaining vacation this year? Well, have you tried the Dwoven Alliance? Kids like it because they're the size of the crew. Because everybody's short. Shorter than me. That's why I'm looked at as a symbol of authority. You can come on my special cheap tour. I will teach you how to mop floors, scrub things, Delint clothing and get uh, the crumbs off what? What's um, that? I, sorry, can, can you get out of the bathroom stall? No, I, I'm recording the very important message so that we can get some tourists on this airship. It's just awkward because I'm, you know, going. Ah, the turtle's about to come out, huh? Well, just give us one more second. All right, so our bathroom accommodations are apparently limited, but if you want to take to the air, you can come and tell your parents that it's a good way to learn how to buccaneer and to steal things. We kidnap people for profit and deposit them in other areas of this fine land of ours. Think of it as a geography lesson in the sky. All right, something very upsetting is happening over here now. Signing off, floor bopper, floor bopper, floor bopper. Oh, I thought I'd never leave. Go to patreon.com slash civilizedpod today. Wrong show. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash today. It's one of those poops that makes you forget what dimension you're in. It's morning in the trailer park as the door opens and the three adventurers step out into the center area, quite chilly, uh, as the desert gets quite cold at night. And Tony is packing up two zombies with very large backpacks and putting food in. And the door opens as Stan, the zombie king, also steps out into the central area. Hey, Stan, how you doing? That was a rough night. Are you doing okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. It hurts a little if I get a little loud, you know. <laughs> Good mm-hmm. fairy cakes, I must say. You are welcome. I cannot believe that was the impact of the desert sand in them. Unbelievable. Really unusual. But get you know out what? of here, I say. Just get out of here. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Woo! All right. So, uh, I guess we're we're off now. 
So uh, you got Tony. Tony, you going to go with you? He's got the map. He's going to show you where to put the, the temple, We're right? A new home for the temple, right? Because I'm a good guy. I want to yes. make sure the temple gets a home, right? Yes. It just happens to be on land that I own, right? No big deal, right? No big no deal. No big deal. No big deal. It's a future investment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I trust that demon guy, Eggsy. But you know, uh, we got a good deal going. Uh, we got yeah. a good deal going. You know, you pay back in space. Yeah, you get the get the tree planted, and uh, Tony uh, take you there, and then uh, yeah, I'll give you what I promised. But what was it that you promised us? I mean, you and I had these conversations, but there were some fairy cakes. The last time I was wearing that armor, and you know, it makes it hard to remember things. So if you could just detail, uh, maybe on this 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 yellow paper I found. Unless exactly. a zombie might take advantage of this situation, feeling realizing that. You don't quite remember what the deal was? I remember. I remember. I would always remember oh, that yeah. deal. Well, maybe you could it's, just write it down on this well, yellow see, paper. What I found. want, though, is how you perceive the deal for my friends. Because the way you perceive it was so good. And I don't want to take away from that. I want, I, want, I, I want Stan in the plan. I want Stan to be the plan still. Yeah. And I feel like if I write it down, Stan won't be the plan. I'm just pulling your chain. Of course, I'm not going to neg out of a deal. I'm Stan. Zombie King Stan. I... I Right, well, not well, my words are all I got, you know. I was gonna tell you the location of one of the keys. That's what, it. The keys, yeah. You keep talking about those, yeah, but are they right. sour? I don't understand why we want one of these keys. I mean, I've got keys. We I don't know. You, you seem really intent store. that you, uh, your future the old you said the new you is gonna want these one of these keys. Well, uh, I guess we should get going. These zombies look tired already. Hey, there you go. She's uh, she's ready. I don't to know go. why she's so excited. They're just sour keys. It's like. Why don't we just get some breakfast cereal? Let's get out into that desert. We want to make a lot of trekking before noontime. We want to make a lot of trekking. That's true. So I guess we better go stand. But look, hugs. Hey, hugs. hey watch the head. No, watch the no, head. Yeah, don't want to pat yeah, that yeah, part. Yeah. It's a little gooey. Made that mistake hey, last night. Just remember. Yeah. Plant that tree. Don't want to cross me, eggs. I don't want to cross. And that's why I'll plant the tree. Trees grow so well in the desert. Now, is this, do we just put this in the, the sand? What? Hey, Tony's going to show you. you got oh, it all Tony. taken care of. I'm glad Tony's coming. He's a very easy to remember person. Yeah, he's going to take you all the way there. He doesn't talk much, you know. You know, I may have done something to him. Yeah, you know. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for your hospitality, Mr. Stan. And we'll be sure to keep in touch through Tony. I don't know how that will work because he doesn't talk, but I'm sure he sends you messages or something, right? Yeah, my word is gone. Nobody crosses Stan, Zombie King, right? right. Nobody crosses no, me. Nobody crosses. Nope. Not and I know Egerton has your deal sealed tight in that vault he calls a brain, right, Egerton? Because that was your only job last night, was just to talk to Stan and negotiate this deal and remember everything that was said. And Stan is going to write down everything I remember being said for us. Yeah, and that's not going to happen, Eggsy. But, uh, you know, you have a good trip and remember... Uh, uh, you know, I'll get you the key. Fine, I guess we'll just do it for some lame key, whatever that is. Yep, yep, just a lame key. That's that's all we need. You've just gone far enough in the desert that you can't quite see the trailer park anymore behind you. Uh, the heat is really growing. 
and Tony stops and hands out canteens down the line. Oh, that's nice. Okay, you two carry those two for me. I'm going to have this one now. And when I need to check in, I'll just let you know and have the rest of the water. You don't need to drink water. Just saying. Just Everyone saying. has to drink, Tony says. Wait. What? It's the desert. You'll die. Tony can talk! Tony talks. When did Tony start talking? Yeah, I just don't like talking in front of the boss, you know? No. Why, why don't you like talking in front of the boss? Yeah, you, you say the wrong thing. It's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Then half your face just uh, go. With well, that it. already happened. He pulls off his fedora. Oh, oh my dear Lord! Uh, and he puts it back under, tucks it in the fedora. Thank you. All okay. right. Yeah, point made, point made. Now that's a hat. Covers up a lot. Hat does a lot of work. It's uh, a long journey. About two weeks. Two weeks? I'm going to need more water. Yeah, well, stay close. It's, uh, Badlands are dangerous. Snuffle sores. Okay, well, can we just sit down for a minute over here and drink our water? Um. We won't be long. Uh, okay. But d- just stay close and, uh, don't, don't sit on anything poisonous. I will try not to. What are poisonous things look like? Oh, they're often red or spiky or... Anything scurrying or anything sharp-looking or just just don't touch anything. Anything that's not sand, Egerton. Okay, well, thanks, uh, Tony. And he starts, Tony starts readjusting the packs on the two zombies. Okay, listen, the key, the key I forgot to tell you that I was in communication with Moira back in that cell. Well, that's something you could have told us about. A lot was happening. doing? I don't know what she's doing. All I know is that she talked about three keys. And so when Stan said key, I remember that. And I think we need that key. So this is why you've changed your tune that we're now allowed to give up the temple entry. I didn't say that. I just said that maybe we need to play this through to a certain point so we figure out how to get the key. It seemed to be the only way for us to to get back to our own time. Well, what seems to happen is... We have to walk for two weeks. Uh-huh. We'll then plant the temple somewhere. Uh-huh. Hopefully that's not in a desert. Mm-hmm. Tony will watch us do this. Yes. Then Tony will walk with us another two weeks back to where we were. Right. Confirm with Stan that we did indeed plant the temple somewhere that he owns. Mm-hmm. And then he'll give us the key. Or maybe Tony already has the key to give us. Okay, but is the key sour or not? No, it's not. Well, actually, I don't know. It might be. But as far as I know, it's just a key. Hmm. We're not playing for candy, buddy. It's just, I don't get the point. So you think there's some way during our trek to deposit a building somewhere that we're going to get out of having to deposit the building? I don't know, Blatt. All I know is we need a key, and I don't know what he wants with the Temple Idris, but we gotta figure out something or we might be stuck in this desert for the rest of time. Look, I think we have more immediate problems, like the pack animal that we're using to carry our luggage is looking at me rather hungrily. It is drooling a bit. All right, well, break over. I don't need to drink water. Would you care for my share, Darcy? Sure, I'll have it. There we go. 
And let's continue walking for another 14 days. So you set off again walking and time grows difficult to keep track of between the unbearable heat that almost can be heard. It's just so pervasive and drilling into your bodies. And then the sudden cold at night where you're trying to stay warm enough to sleep curled up in what blankets have been brought along. And it's the third day when you are starting to notice that there is a bit of an undulation to the desert and the sand is getting looser and harder to walk on. And you're coming over a rise when Tony comes to a sudden stop. Quicksand? Is it quicksand, Tony? Quicksand. Do we have to worry about quicksand? This is quicksand territory, Shh. isn't it? Down! Everyone down! Down, 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 down! And he drops down into the sand. And he starts scurrying forward on in the sand like a bug going up towards the crest. I can't do that. Just on your on your belly. Just okay. pretend you're a snake. Just slither on your belly. I can't slither on my face in the sand. Okay, up with the chin, down okay. with the belly. belly. Up with the chin, very good, the down chin. with the belly, okay. okay. I'm trying now, but it hurts my neck a bit. Okay, Does, you don't and have to stare chin. directly into the sun, you're going to blind yourself. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> like split the difference between the two, okay. not staring at the sun, but not eating not sand. Sun, not okay. And then sort of straight ahead, straight and ahead. we're moving. Uh, Do it quietly, because there may be danger. Quiet, move. Okay. Uh, uh, wait a minute. And we're just going to get right up beside Tony, right beside and we're going to see uh, what the danger is is and tony gestures with his hand and there seems to be a couple specks in the air in the distance not the direction you're heading but from like off to the side of you and he, it's hard to tell what it is like a bird maybe in the distance tony why did we stop it's i don't know it might be demons. Lots of demon. Um. Yeah, I know. So there's one right here too. You know that, right? Like you seem really worried about the ones far away. But Blatt's right here, and he's part demon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks. So were we not to meet anyone during our two-week trek? That seems a little unrealistic. Surely we would come across someone uh, in the Badlands. That's the direction of Cranox, the city. Oh, uh, yeah, we've been there. That's not so great. So we're going to divert slightly. Uh, so, And he starts to crawl backwards now, and he starts to go back down there. Okay, uh, hold uh, Okay, I'm going to try and go backwards. Let the sand's getting up in some places when I go backwards down this little... Okay, you don't have to uh, slide down on your back. Just because you're going backwards doesn't mean you can't still be on your front. Okay, okay, I'm going to roll over. Oh, wait, no, I'm just trying Again, to... split the difference. Okay, you're okay, eating sand. Okay, okay, okay. just look up a little, and we're crawling. We're crawling. We're crawling, and we're crawling. And you guys make it to the bottom where Tony's sort of looking at you quizzically. Didn't want to get spotted, just trying to be incognito. We're going to have to go through the real Badlands. This the, isn't the real, real Badlands? Like, what's, what's this? This is the fantasy Badlands? Well, you know, I don't want to say too much. I'll get in trouble. But, you know, Stan is trying to make, you know, like, uh, you know, a, a place like real estate and calling it the Badlands. But it's not really the Badlands. It's like, 
you know, the edge of the Badlands. I see. So your gangster boss is trying to create an area in the desert that it would be safe for people to go to eventually. Perhaps tourists, people that want to have a good time, yeah. maybe engage in some fun amusements, right. like say, see a show. That was my idea, shows. Do some light gambling. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a lot of attractive women there. Wow. I see, I see. Well, frankly, I don't know how this idea could possibly work, but that idea sounds better than going into the really bad lands, which sounds very dangerous. Well, we're, we've got to, it's the only way now. We're, we're gonna have to, we won't be seen by the air as easy. Right, but my question is, wouldn't there be things in the really bad lands that are possibly more dangerous than just being spotted by two whatever is off in the distance there coming from Cranox? So if you can see them from this distance, that's probably an entire squadron of demons. Oh, that would be quite large. Yes, I see. Excellent point. Excellent point. So, uh... Um... We'll just skirt the, the edge edge of the real Badlands. Not go really far into the really right. Badlands. Yeah, just, I see. Edge. Just do a little dipsy doodle just around and we're just uh, kind of sort of just a little bit going into the really Badlands. Do we have any idea why they're called the really Badlands? Cut to Oh my god! Why is everything so horrible Get down! Get down! Oh my god, there are tentacles coming out of the sand! What is happening? Tony pulls up a double-barreled piece of metal and screams at Blatt, Get down! Get down! I'm trying to get down! It's got my shirt! I've lost another shirt! Oh my lord! Pulls the trigger and there's this horrific blast sound. The tentacles scream and disappear, sucked back under the sand. I'm covered in blue goo! Is the blue goo dangerous? Oh my lord! Now I gotta say, that's the kind of show I would pay to see. It's in my eyes! Why is it in my eyes? Keep your, keep your uh, lookout. Uh, here. So from the backpack, he runs over and pulls out the mace and throws it to Blatt. Your weapon! That's my weapon. Whatever, one of you use it. It's gonna take me a while to reload this. And he starts tearing apart this metal and cracking it open and starting to pour uh, stuff from a flask into it. My lord, brother, this is the most terrifying area that we're in. Oh, 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 almost exhilarating, brother. This is what we were meant for. This is an area of true evil, but where is our wielder? We seem to be with the demon. Maybe he is the one we should strike. No, no, I, I, here, give me the mace. I can't see anything. I can't, am I hitting something? Where is evil? I can't see. I just really want to know how they get the blue goo into the special effects monsters uh, that Blatt's been fighting. I don't understand how they do Egerton, it. the monster is real. This what? is not special effects. No, but it's, it's part of the show that, that Blatt was talking. It's not a show. What? It's... No, you're in danger for your life! For my, my? There's a tremor in the sand, and all the sand starts to vibrate and move out in rings away from Egerton as if there's a perfect circle he's standing in. But see, this this is a neat, this is a trick, right? It's not the wave! No, it's not! Come on, get, get and I grab but, the mace, and I hold it aloft against one of the tentacles. What ho, brother! Perhaps this is an evil about to come forth from the ground itself! 
I don't know, brother. I'm tired of being traded as if we are just a random extension that can be given away so easily. Perhaps we should fling ourselves from our wielder's grasp, smacking evil as we go. Ah, perhaps that little one in the circle is the source of the evil, brother. Not the little one, the tentacle. The evil one, the little one is called the tentacle, an evil term indeed. A good evil name if I say so myself, brother. Attack the tentacle. Egerton, you see uh, Darcy holding up her mace as it suddenly leaps from her hand and coming flying straight towards you. I duck. Okay, roll Defy Danger. Define Danger. That's a seven. Do you have a dex bonus? I do not. Okay, uh, so partial success. So you duck, you manage to uh, bend over, uh, the mace goes flying past uh, and lodges in the sand. Aha! Uh, the handle sticking out as the creature that was beneath you erupts out of the sand, mouth closing over what once was Egerton. Ah! Egerton! It rises up and up and up. It is the head of a giant snake. That was big enough to swallow Egerton whole, and it is all tentacles, and it has a mouth. That is not what swallowed Egerton. And it roars, Who comes into my lair? It's Egerton. I have spirit tongue. And what does spirit tongue do? That allows me to speak to animals. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if this is an animal, but go ahead. You said it's a giant snake, and the snake's an animal. Okay, it is a snake head, mm-hmm. and it is a sentient creature, but go ahead, you may speak to yes. it. Hi, I'm Egerton. I think you accidentally engulfed me. <clears throat> and it sort of cracks open the part that ate Egerton. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was a tight squeeze. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, so what are you doing out here? This is my land. Is it? I'm so, we're just passing through. We're trying to get around some other bad guys. And uh, I think we just maybe stumbled upon you and you were a little freaked out. We're a little freaked out. But we really mean no harm. We're happy just to move along. You are strange. I think that, you know, that's fair. I'm not from around here. And I, you seem strange to me, but that's just because I'm not from around here either. And that's when... Tony fires the shotgun again at the creature. Someone roll for the creature. Defy danger. Five. Come on, Michael. Uh, And the creature screams in rage. Uh, You fall from about 20 feet up into the sand, Egerton, as it reels backwards and spins around uh, at Tony, who is now cocking open... And wide-eyed as he's trying to fumble and load it again. And you guys, uh, uh, Blatt and Darcy, are standing near Tony as the creature redirects its attention on all of you. Okay, I almost have the goo out of my eyes. Almost. Are we in danger? Has the danger passed? And I move uh, to drag Blatt. I grab Blatt and I drag him towards where Egerton is standing, away from the gaze of the, the the monster or the snake. Darcy, I don't think this is the time for this, is it? I'm trying to save your life! 
it's really nice to see you two getting together after all this time. <sighs> and the creature goes to swallow Tony. Can someone roll Defy Danger for me? Am I the only one with dice? Yeah. Three. <laughs> and the creature swallows Tony where it had swallowed Egerton, closing him up, and it beams with glee as it stands up, and you hear Tony shouting from inside. Oh, okay, okay. Now, I know he was being rude, but he was just really scared. Who was scared? The, 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 the creature with the bangy stick. Why would he be scared? You're kind of big. Oh, guess I am big. I mean, from our perspective, you're huge. Oh. Look how strong you are. Oh, I am pretty strong. Yeah, and those tentacles? Whoa, <laughs> I've seen tentacles up close, let me tell you, in space. And your tentacles, still among the best I've ever seen. Space. Space. As in just taking up space. Mm -hmm. I don't follow. So you see, in the future, well, I guess now too, but it's not until the future that we realize it, that this space we're on right now is actually just a very small part of a much bigger space that we can't even see or perceive all around us. And you see, way up there, where there's those twinkling bits, look up. Those? Those are other places. Okay, really I'm far. just gonna eat this guy. I'll catch you guys later. I, I prefer if you let him go. What? Okay, here's the deal, here's the deal, here's the deal, here's the deal. You let him go, I'll make a postcard featuring you, telling everyone to stay away. And then, like, we can just go on our ways. How are you? Well, you... Here's what I'll do, I'll make two postcards. One for people like us who are cool, saying like, hey, what's your name, by the way? Draxor. Draxor. One will say, hey, this is Draxor's spot. Give him some space. But then the other one will be like, come visit Draxor. Stay for breakfast. And it'll be breakfast in quotes, and you and I will know. The other people won't know. <laughs> right? So and we'll just send that out to some of the people, you know, that maybe there's too many of them or whatever. Or, you know, we need to control the population. And we'll just send them along this way. I, I, my mom has been saying I need to work on my image. Well, you know, this is a good opportunity then, because think about it this way. You'll still be big and scary, right? And everyone's going to be like, oh, no, oh, no. But at the same time, you'll be doing something kind of nice for the world. Hmm. Yeah, so doing anything nice it, for the world. It's really having both things come together to work for you and for us. And you know what? I Are bet you sure I can do that? Because I'm from the Badlands, and we're just supposed to be bad. Okay, but you know what? You don't let other people define you. You get to be who you want to be. Yeah. If you want to be a giant, snaky, tentacly thing that eats everybody, you can be that. But if you want to be a giant, snake, tentacly yeah. thing that eats some people with discerning tastes, you can be that too. And, and this is not one of them. No, I think you'll notice there's a little bit of a sulfury taste to him. Yeah, he, there's some chemicals. He's a zombie. Yeah, I mean, uh, formaldehyde's really not good for you long term. All right, all right. All right. And he spits out to Okay. Now, Tony, take a moment and breathe. Okay, okay. So, I think we could all agree to let's just move along. We'll get each other's addresses and keep in touch. We'll make sure things are going okay. And maybe we'll stop by with a present for you on our way back from where we're going. We cut to the three adventurers and Tony and the two zombies carrying all the gear going over the next hill and Egerton stopping to turn and wave goodbye to Draxor. <laughs> 
Bye, Draxor! We'll bring you something nice. Okay, okay. It's out of my eyes. What did I miss? The End of Time and Other Bothers with your Game Master Sean Howard and players Carter Siddle, Michael Howie, and Marisa King. Dialogue editing by Michael Howie. Transcription by Michael Howie and Marisa King. Music and sound design by Eli Hamada McElveen. Story consultant, Laura Packer. Game consultant, Stephen Smith. Supporting producers, Becky Arenavar, Kona, Lillianne Johnston, and Kim Bellinger. If you enjoy the show, check out our Patreon. Supporters get early access to episodes, weekly bonus content, and an invite to our wonderful fan community on Discord. Look for the Patreon link at otherbothers.com. You're the one across me is someone. It's <laughs> a good impression. You have a rag in your mouth. I How forgot. did you? <laughs> I'll do that again. It's okay. Oh, no, 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 We're no. keeping that. No, 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 no. We're keeping that. You have a rag in your mouth. I swallowed it. Okay. You have a rag in your mouth. I swallowed oh, it. Oh, of course you did. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. I'll have that relic now. Thaco, pretty boy, have more healing. We gonna need it. You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't. We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So I'm confused. Uh, What am I supposed to say to him? Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So, you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party. Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions. Dumb! What? Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool. I totally got this. Uh, Wait, but... This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. (laughs) Uh, what did I say? Kill them all! The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Listen now at theordinaryepic.com or on your favorite podcast app.